Hello, I'm uh, Guillermina Gonzalez, uh, Executive Director of the Delaware Arts Alliance, your host for today. And with me, we have Harvey Price, Associate Professor of Music at the University of Delaware and the creator of Peace Drums Project. Uh, Harvey, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Gonzalez. And it's, uh, I, I couldn't wait to have you here, Harvey, because this is fascinating. This is like peacemaking one-on-one, where music is included. So you're bringing me hope to so many different ways, uh, in many different things. You have to explain what the, uh, the, the Peace Drums Project is all about. But let's begin with you and your uh, position at the University of Delaware as associate professor, and maybe how that is related to this fascinating project. Sure. Well, the the professor part's kind of the boring part, but uh, that's okay. Um, this is my 36th year at the University of Delaware. I see. And I'm head of the percussion program, the percussion area there in the music department. Okay. Um, and um, part of my duties uh, as the percussion head mm-hmm. is to run a very lively and active steel band program. Mm-hmm. Um, steel band, steel drums are an instrument that were uh, created in Trinidad, and um, um, they're very popular all over the world, and mm-hmm. the university is lucky to have a really active program that tours all over the world. Mm-hmm. So I'm used to playing this music in many countries. Um, so my my day-to-day duties there involve teaching private lessons and mm-hmm. running ensembles and, mm-hmm. and doing uh, the normal things that most uh, music professors do. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that part of it. Um, the Peace Drums Project came about from um, uh, a conversation I had with – um, retired Reverend uh, uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Bob Stoddard. Mm-hmm. And um, I've known the Stoddards for many years. I used to teach their their son, who's now a uh, Wilmington City sergeant or detective, something like that. Okay. And uh, uh, many years ago when I first moved to Delaware and was teaching, um, besides at the university, at other places, uh, Wilmington Music School, mm-hmm. um, I, that's how I met the Stoddard family. And um, Bob has a long term interest in music. He serves on the education committee, the Delaware Symphony. Mm-hmm. And um, he had come out to see my steel band, oh, maybe 10 years ago. We mm-hmm. played a downtown Wilmington concert and asked me about the instrument and asked me what I was up to. And at that time, I had just come back from Israel where I had helped form um, a steel band of Ethiopian children. These were children of re- Ethiopian refugees mm-hmm. who had come from Ethiopia to Israel um, and um, were living there and, like many refugees, had problems with you know, some social problems and, and the kids needed some activities. Mm-hmm. And um, um, through several different connections I have in Israel, I was asked to come and start a steel band project for these kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Bob thought that was interesting, mm-hmm. and I said, but you know what I'm really interested in doing is I want to do an Arab-Jewish youth steel band because mm-hmm. I've been working with steel band now. Now, again, this was like 10 years ago. I've been working mm-hmm. with steel band for about 10 or 15 years, and I've noticed how it really brings people together. Well, music does in general. We don't have to argue about that at all. Yeah. Music is a, is a glue. And it applies to the rest of the arts. Exactly. Exactly, and and playing in a musical ensemble mm-hmm. is a is a community building experience, regardless mm-hmm. of whether you're a professional musician or an or uh, a part time musician mm-hmm. or an amateur musician. Playing in an ensemble is is one of the great human endeavors, and goes back really 
to to early there's there's you know to earliest humans mm-hmm. their 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 need to play music together is well documented and um so I've always known this, and I've always had an interest in the Middle East, mm-hmm. um, particularly in, in Israel, since I had been there to help start this Ethiopian group. And I noticed that, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of interaction between uh, Arabs and Jews mm-hmm. um, that lived in Israel. These were these were Arab citizens that held Israeli passports. Mm-hmm. Um, they did, weren't necessarily in the West Bank or in Gaza which which I initially thought I might want to try to do, but that's another story. It's very difficult to get kids across barriers, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. So I had mentioned this to Bob, and I did not know at the time that Bob was very involved in the Middle East peace process, had lived in Lebanon for a while, and was had a keen interest in this. So we started bouncing around the idea, I would say at least 10 years ago, about forming mm-hmm. an Arab-Jewish youth steel band um, and um, um, uh, several years after that, Bob became involved with a group called Delaware Churches for Mideast Peace, and they were that was, that's a group that's made up of rabbis and clergy, mm-hmm. Christian clergy, and some Muslim uh, clergy, and they were looking for a project to to invest in the Middle East peace process. Mm-hmm. And Bob said, "Well, I know this guy who has this crazy idea. Maybe we'll, maybe this will work." So I came in and I... I love this crazy idea. Yeah, I love the crazy idea. Right. Sometimes I'm not so sure, but no, I always love it. It's just there a crazy idea. There you go. So we, um, I, I went in and I, I talked with the, the committee and they really liked it. And they said, how is, this gonna, how is this possible? I said, well, you have to purchase the instruments and you have to get them to Israel uh-huh. because there are no steel drum makers in Israel. There's, there you go. I don't even know if there's a steel drum in Israel. That's an, And... Um, um, they said, well, how much does that cost? And when I told them how much it cost, they all blanched and said, wait a minute, wait a minute. We didn't, we didn't really mean it, you know, but no, they, they, they did. <laughs> and we expensive while you let... Yeah. They set about raising, uh, raising enough money to take instruments over to form two 10 piece ensembles, 10 okay. Jewish kids, 10, 10 Arab kids. So that's how the project got off the ground. Um, and the reason that the, the, I, I love the steel drums, because they're a great music educational tool. I use them for teaching non-musicians at Delaware all the time. Mm-hmm. And the instrument itself was born out of conflict in Trinidad and Tobago. It's an instrument. Tell that us w- about that. What is well, this? well, the the the, the, the instrument, w- instrument was created by by late teen, early twenty somethings, mm-hmm. not too well educated, underserved African Caribbean population mm-hmm. in the slums of Trinidad and Tobago. And and the, by sheer force of will and creativity and luck and magic, mm-hmm. they created this beautiful musical instrument mm-hmm. as a reaction to them not being able to 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 create their own, you know, to to have their own music. Um, at mm-hmm. the time, it was a British colony, mm-hmm. Trinidad and Tobago, mm-hmm. and um, the British had a very strong thumb on any creative process, particularly with uh, with with Afro the Afro Caribbean community in Trinidad. Mm-hmm. And they created this amazing instrument. So it's easy to play, making the story. It's very easy to play. But even I can play. Even you could play it. Well, there you go. That's something <laughs> to say. 
So excellent. So that was part of this uh, of this uh, project. Something easy to play, so everybody concentrates on just having fun. It's 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 not only that. It's a uh, the synergy of the instrument itself. That it's an instrument born out of conflict. That it doesn't belong to the Arab population. It doesn't belong to the Jewish population. It doesn't belong to the Muslim population. It doesn't belong to the Jewish population. It doesn't belong to the Christian population. It's a instrument. It's a very universal type of thing. Or non-universal. It has nothing to do with anything in the Middle East, except for perhaps it's made out of an oil well, barrel. There you go. But but so no one can say, oh well, I'm playing in an ensemble and I'm playing an Arab instrument in a Jewish ensemble, or I'm playing a Jewish. Which instrument was in important. Extremely the important. Extremely important that they the students come to it, and that the parents of the students come to it with no prior um, uh, preconceived notion of go. any sort. That's correct. So, so this is Diplomacy 101. This is Diplomacy 101, and it's Conflict Resolution 101. So um, we finally raised about $80,000 uh-huh. to get to buy the drums from Trinidad, get them mailed up here, mm-hmm. uh, box them up, and take them on the plane over to Israel, which is an interesting process in itself because it was about 50 cases. So we had 50 uh we had, you know, however many free luggage so the they give you. There, the logistics there. The logistics are staggering. <laughs> How big they are? You have no well, the, the, an oil barrel is 22 and a half inches in diameter. Uh-huh. So every instrument is 22 and a half inches in diameter. They're all it's made from like, oil let barrels. Let me bring my, my drum to X place or whatever. Yes. So, so, so you know, there were, there were 50 cases of, of 26-inch oh. circular hard Not cases. Not to mention the price and all that. Not to mention the price. I think our I think our luggage bill was five thousand dollars each time we, went. <laughs> and they loved it. I mean, American. I mean, uh, it was U.S. Air at the time. Right. Loved it. Just like wow, look at all this money we're making. And so this is this is ten years in the making. Yes. And you've been to Israel how many times? Uh, well, since our first shipment of drums there, which was probably three years ago, is when we actually raised enough money. But you began playing this ensemble together like for the last three years? No, really, by the oh. time we got all of the instruments there for about the last year and a half only. I see. Okay. Yeah. This is brand, brand new. It's brand new. This is their first trip out of Israel as a band. They, these are junior high school kids now. Uh-huh. And they've only played several concerts for the public. They've been rehearsing separately in each one of their schools. There's a Jewish school in the in the uh uh in the port city of Haifa and oh. about fifteen miles east of there there's an Arab town called Iblin. And so this that, is breaking news, making the story short. Yeah, it's, we're it's, bringing breaking it, news. It should be. It hey should those be. listening, this is breaking news yeah. of diplomacy one on one with music. For sure. For sure. And let us engage, re-engage with the audience to let them know that you are listening and tuned into Delaware State of the Arts new stock, 1450 WILM and 1410WDOV. We have uh, here today Harvey Price, Associate Professor of Music at the University of Delaware and creator of the Peace Drums Project. Harvey, if you can succinctly say mm-hmm. what this Peace Drums project is all about how would you say well i say because i'm a music educator first and foremost it's about teaching music okay so these kids are learning theory harmony improvisation they're learning all the basics of music okay sneakily through a great (laughs) instrument called steel drums but really what they're doing is they're learning how to share 
learning together. You know, when you learn together, you form a bond. Mm-hmm. And these kids are are participating in an ensemble, in an activity, mm-hmm. and then in a tour mm-hmm. with kids that they never really come in contact with. So these these two schools, one. These two, the two schools, uh, Marlias Educational Institution, mm-hmm. that's the that's the uh, Arab uh, Catholic school mm-hmm. um, in the town of Ibeline, and the Leo Beck School, which is a Jewish school in the town of Haifa. They're 15 miles apart. Mm-hmm. These kids could spend their entire lives growing up 15 miles from one another and never have contact whatsoever. And so now they do, and equally important, or I'm going to say even more important, the parents of the kids are in constant communication. Which is which is again something that doesn't happen on a regular basis. And especially because we're talking about promoting peace. Yes. By music, w- with or among Jewish, Muslim, and Christian. Right. Uh, in the Galilee region of Israel. So for those who believe that we have to hate each other's gods, guess what? It doesn't have to happen. Correct. As long as you are together, bonding, playing music. And this is like the perfect, uh, perfect uh, situation for that to happen. Yeah, and these kids are are junior high school kids. They're at a pretty impressionable age. Um, they're they're um, they're they stand next to one another and watch one another and encourage one another to play better and better. When they tour, the mm-hmm. bond that will happen at the end of this ten day tour mm-hmm. will be tremendous. These kids will be lifelong friends. And hopefully right. they'll grow up to be leaders in their communities and tamp down the tamp down the rhetoric of hatred and and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. fear of the other, which unfortunately that's all we ever hear about today. But now, uh, yeah, that that's uh, you brought something really interesting because the kids, I think, it's easier for them to bond, but about the parents and and being there together, and they were supposed to hate each other, and they are not. Well, and, and I, I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't make the blanket statement that they were supposed to hate each other. They just don't know the other. That, you're right. That's, that's probably a better assessment. Yeah. They, they probably ignore or probably don't know. There's, don't a, there's, a, there's a tremendous indifference between the, the, the Arab community and the Jewish community within Israel. I'm not even right. talking about the West Bank and Gaza because that's, those issues are, are greater than I can even think about. Yes. But within Israel, these are these are uh, Jews and Muslims and Christians that mm-hmm. all hold the same passport. They are all with citizens of the state of Israel. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. don't necessarily interact. Interact and right. and uh, and uh, you know it's really cool to see these kids interact and the parents interact and the uh-huh. parents saying, you know. Um, I, you know, I love the fact that my child is playing in this ensemble, and I know the child's parents, and it's kind of fun. There you go. So, um, I'm talking about the training, music training, and the likes. Um, um, you don't see any differences. How do you how do you train them? How do you uh, how do you begin the process? Let Let me put that. Well, the process is uh, is a big secret, and I can't let it on. No, the process. <laughs> Well, you're among friends. You can always share. We're not going to reveal anything. Just the audience. Okay, okay. They need to know. So, need so, to know. so the process is: we take the instruments, we set them up. Okay. It's very easy to get a sound out of a, out of a out of a steel drum, mm-hmm. um, and then we just start to teach right away mm-hmm. the basics of music: scales, arpeggios, mm-hmm. um, chord progressions. Um, reading, learning by ear, learning by rote, all mm-hmm. of the things that you would do with with any uh, in any professional music education mm-hmm. s- situation. And 
when the kids are together and they have two wonderful teachers there that mm-hmm. I've worked with and helped train, mm-hmm. when they're together, they're talking about m- playing music together. Period. They're not talking That's about it. this band is better than this and how come their shirt is this and how come <laughs> they're just talking about playing playing music together and also making sure that when I come over and I'll be there a week from today okay. um, just to make sure they all sound particularly great before they come to the U.S., Okay, that they're all like biting their fingernails saying the professor's coming over and listening to oh, us so okay. make sure You're we sound great. Guy. I'm the bad guy. They're but actually... Somebody has to play the role, Harvey. Actually, when I, when I step into that room, I'm no, mobbed and hugged right. by 20 kids. It's tremendous. It's oh tremendous. It's really heart-wrenching. <laughs> It sounds like now you're going to go there then. Yeah, yeah I'll be back. Um, I was there in September working with them. I go about twice a year okay. to, to sort of shepherd this project, although mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's more and more taking its own course there, which is okay. great. And uh, so I'll be back. Like I said, I go a week from today. They have sort of a public concert, and they're going to play for me privately, and then I'll probably work with them. Yes. And, then, and then they'll be here April 10th. Yeah, well, that brings me to the okay. next, uh, because this, this kind of project has to be shared. And, yeah, and of course. Why don't you share, by the way, when, uh, tell us about the tour. The so, so the tour is April 10th through 20th. Okay. Um, and the, 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 the 20 children and 10 adults, some parents, their teachers, uh, arrive on the 10th mm-hmm. um, at JFK. A bus picks them up. Brings them to Wilmington, mm-hmm. where there's inc- incredible community um, of people that are that are that are housing these ha- housing two and three children at a time. Okay, tremendous home homestay, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, for Which ten is days. Lo- it's adorable. It's amazing, and and that the, the, the whole Peace Drums Committee, of which is about fifteen people, have oh, really oh, wow. worked uh-huh. to get the just the right families hooked up with right, just the right kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll work with them on the 11th and 12th of April. Okay. Um, they'll use the University of Delaware steel drums because they're the same as the drums they have, so okay. they don't have to bring the instruments well, here. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah. We have a big press conference in Philadelphia mm-hmm. uh, on the 12th. Mm-hmm. And then our first public performance is at Cap Calloway School for the Arts at 7.30 on the 13th of April. And it's a free concert. And all of the concerts, we're presenting five concerts all together in 10 days. All of the concerts are free, open to the public, with the stipulation that there's a free will offering because this is a fundraising So, in other words, tour. guys help. Yes. Uh, you need to help because this is a worth, you know, helping project. So, your first concert, again, is Wednesday, April 13, at Wilmington's uh, Cap Calloway School yes. of the Arts. Yes, 7.30. Correct. Second one. And oh, but I want to mention as well that we are performing with the Cap Calloway Steel Band. So already, oh, these kids go. are playing with kids in Wilmington. <laughs> Isn't that something? So and the second one is on Thursday, April April fourteenth. Uh, tell us the whole tour. So, 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 so on the fourteenth, we travel to, to to New York. Okay. Um, and there's a there's a really wonderful community north of Manhattan mm-hmm. in Mount Kisco, New York. We play at a large synagogue there. Okay. Then we come back to the Wilmington area. We have a concert on the 16th at the University of Delaware at 8 o'clock at night at the Perkins Student Center, sponsored by 
um, the English Language Institute at Delaware. Okay. Then on the 17th, we travel to Abington, Pennsylvania, just north of Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And we do a concert at Abington Presbyterian. Okay. And then we travel the next day. uh, Sorry, on the 19th, we come back to to Philadelphia to play a concert at Congregation Road of Shalom, which is a huge synagogue at Broad and Green Street in Philadelphia. Wow. So it's a series of one, two, three, four, five, six different concerts coming up. Now, in case you didn't have the chance to get the uh, information uh, right away, would you like to share a website maybe and a phone number? We have the website is Peace Drums with an S. Mm-hmm. Project all one word mm-hmm. dot org. There's also a Facebook page okay. called Peace Drums, a Galilean Steel Band. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you need any information, you can certainly call me. I'm at three zero two three five four five five zero eight, or I can be reached at hprice at udel dot edu. There you go. That's so, the information. Peace lots of inf- lots of places. Peacedrumsproject.org. Why uh, do people need to participate, Harvey? Well, <clears throat> I think that people in the U.S. need to see other types of situations out of the Mideast other mm-hmm. than stabbings and shootings and conflict. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, first and foremost, they need to, to understand what, you know, what else goes on in the Mideast besides that. Uh, in, in addition, this is an ongoing project. This is mm-hmm. not a one-off. Mm-hmm. Um, next year, there'll be a second band started with the younger brothers and sisters of these kids. Oh, wow. Um, there's some other communities in Israel, some other Arab-Jewish communities that mm-hmm. want to start it. So this is going to be an ongoing project mm-hmm. that's going to be funded through donations and grants and foundations and, uh, you know, it's the, this entire project up to this point between buying the drums and doing mm-hmm. the tour is about $125,000. So There you go. Just very quickly, uh, yes. the website so people get information right away. Um, the, the websites? Yes. Yeah, so peacedrumsproject.org. Excellent. And don't forget, this is a worth uh, helping project, and this is about uh, diplomacy one-on-one with music. With that, we need to thank you for your time. Again, Harvey, and uh, looking forward for a next time. Thank you. My pleasure.